The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Please never get to any point where you reject God's word because the moment you reject the word, God rejects you. Because there is nothing higher than God's name except the word. God has lifted his word above his name. So every time you reject God's word, God rejects you. It doesn't matter whether the word is bitter or sweet. I know most of the time we like, we all like the sweet part, isn't it? We like the sweet part. But you know, the bitter part is also to help you. Turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. Deuteronomy, for your information, is in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1 and 2. I read, it says, Now it shall come to pass, if you shall diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. I'm continuing and concluding my series on walking in obedience. And this is part four, walking in obedience. And this is part four. We have already established what obedience is. That obedience is to fully align yourself with the will and the word of God despite prevailing circumstances. Obedience is to fully align yourself with the will and the word of God despite prevailing circumstances. And like I've always said, obedience might be costly, but the end result is rewarding. And please write this down. Every act of obedience is honored by God. Every act of obedience is honored by God. Jesus came to Peter in Luke chapter 5 from verse 1 to 7. Jesus said, give me your boat. After Peter has told all night and caught nothing. And Jesus said, give me your boat and I'll give you fishes. What you want is fishes, but you have to obey by giving first your boat before you can get your fishes. Secondly, Elijah went to the woman in Zarephath, that widow, and said to the widow, make for me first to eat cake, and you and your family will never lack any good thing. 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse 8 to 16. Number three, Jesus said, seek first the kingdom of God by winning souls and all the material things that the world is looking for shall be added unto you. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Number four, God says, dedicate yourself to serving in the house of God and I'll give you prosperity and pleasures the remaining days of your life. Amen. Job chapter 36, verse 11. God says, be dedicated to covenant practice of tithes and offerings, and I'll open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 to 11. So the choice is yours. Because every act of obedience 
is honored by God. Write this down. Obedience opens up your destiny into realms of unlimited glory. Obedience opens up your destiny into unlimited realms of glory. Obedience opens up your destiny into unlimited realms of glory. That's why when Jesus obeyed God and went on the cross, guess what happened? His destiny was opened up into realms of unlimited glory. It is time to obey God. And whilst I'm there, may I say this, there is no future for anyone who disobeys God. There is no future. Disobedience has no place in the kingdom of God. That's why obedience is the master key to a victorious Christian life. Obedience is the master key. There is no other key. If you're looking for the master key, it's in what? Obedience. James chapter 3, verse 3. James chapter 3, verse 3. I read. It says, indeed, we put bits in horses' mouth that they may obey us. And we turn their whole body. See? What turns the whole body of the horse is the bits that is put in its mouth. So when you, you pull the bits left, the horse will turn left. Do you see how powerful it is? So James 3.3 3 says, Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us. So the moment you walk in obedience, your whole body will follow. Your whole Christian life will follow. Everything around you becomes victorious in the name of Jesus. Please write this down. It does not matter how powerful or anointed you are today. If you don't obey the word of God, it's just a matter of time. Why? Because there is no future for those who disobey the word of God. There is no future for those who disobey the word of God. First Samuel chapter 15 verse 22. The Bible says that so Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than fat of rams. For rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. So every time you are rebelling to God's word, guess what? You're walking in witchcraft. Every time you rebel against God's word, you are walking in witchcraft. It says, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. So every time you're stubborn towards the things of God, guess what? You are now in iniquity and in idolatry. It says, because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. I pray for you that you will never reject God's word. Please, never get to any point where you reject God's word because the moment you reject the word, God rejects you. Because there is nothing higher than God's name except the word. God has lifted his word above his name. So every time you reject God's word, God rejects you. It doesn't matter whether the word is bitter or sweet. I know most of the time we like, we all like the sweet part, isn't it? We like the sweet part. But you know, the bitter part is also to help you. I remember when we were young and we have malaria, they used to give us chloroquine. <laughs> it was a bitter, bitter. <laughs> it was so bitter. And my dad always said, you have to chew it. That's the worst part. Not swallow it whole. You have to chew the whole thing 
and then you open your mouth and say, ah, I am a shame. Oh, lift up your tongue to make sure you have chewed it so that it can help you. It's bitter. You might not like it. It's bitter in your mouth. But guess what? It will cure that malaria. Amen? So every time you reject the word of the Lord, God will reject you. And please hear me. There is no future for those who reject the word of the Lord. Prompt obedience is the gateway to God's sworn blessings. Prompt obedience. Not delayed obedience. Prompt. Whatever he tells you to do, what do you do? You do it. When do you do it? When do you do it? Now. Why? Because faith is for when? Now. Genesis 22 from verse 1 to 3. The Bible says that, and it came to pass after these things that God did test Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, behold, here I am. And he said, take now. Take when? Take when? Do you have your Bibles, please? When I call scriptures, you have to open your Bible. I know you have been spoiled as a chick. We've been projecting on the screen for you, but we are changing the technology, amen? So, as I quote the scripture, I expect you to open your Bible, amen? Because we are here as Bible believers, right? We are not here to look at someone. We are here to look into the word. It's a perfect law of liberty. What will liberate us is the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, God said to Abraham in in Genesis 22, verse 2, the Bible said, and he said, this is God speaking, God said, and said, take when? Now, your son. Now, that's broad, right? Because at this point, Abraham had two sons. He He had Ishmael also. And not only that, he had Sons that he bought with his money who were in his house, who were calling him dad. So God has to be specific. So God said, take now thy son, not only that, thy only son. And look what he did. He went forth by naming it Isaac. Perhaps you have amnesia and you forget the son God is talking about. God wants to be specific. He said, your only son Isaac whom you love. God doesn't want anything from you that you don't love. Ah, this is good. Anything you think you love, God also wants. (laughs) Anything you love, God also loves. That's why David said, I will not give God anything that will cost me nothing. So God said, your son, whom thou lovest, and gave thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell of thee. Verse 3 is key. The Bible says that, and Abraham rose up early in the morning. That's prompt obedience. God told Abraham, I want your son, your only son, on Sunday morning. Abraham went to where his son was. In this case, it might not be your son. In this case, it might be your car. It might be your house. God says, sacrifice that son, that car, that money in your bank account. So you wake up early in the morning. The bank opens at 9 o'clock, but you wait at the bank at 6 a.m. <laughs> that is what it means for prompt obedience because if you delay any further, the devil might start speaking to you. Can I tell you something? There was a time God said to me, give us a particular car God said I should give. And I was delaying. I mean, it's not that I have in, in all humility... I've given so many cars. In my few years of being a pastor, I've given so many cars. I can't count the cars. 
So it's this car, that particular one that he asked me to give, it's not that it's more expensive than the ones I've given previously. As a matter of fact, I had given better cars. But I don't know what happened. Not that I didn't have, it wasn't like a first car. It was like, a, I think, a second or a third car. God said, give. I was delaying. Delaying, 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 delaying. And guess what? At the end, that car cost me more. That car was parked somewhere, and uh, I think it was thrown off the road, and then I don't know whether it was a council or something. These ticket people, they put a ticket on it and towed it. And then later on, I got a, a letter through the house, and I had to pay thousands of pounds. If I had given that car immediately, God said it, it wouldn't have cost me thousands of pounds. Do you see how prompt obedience works? Every time you delay God, it's actually costing you. Delay obeying God is actually costing you. It costs me more. I had no choice. I had, to, I had to pay that money. And as a matter of fact, the money I paid was actually more than the value of the car. That was a painful experience. So prompt obedience. God came to Abraham and said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, and sacrifice him as a burnt offering. The following morning, the Bible says that and Abraham rose up when? Early in the morning. That's what it means to walk in prompt obedience. Now, let's quickly look at results of prompt obedience. Results of prompt obedience. Genesis 22 from verse 15 to 18. Let's quickly look at what happened when Abraham obeyed God promptly. Verse 15. Now, you know the story. God told Abraham, sacrifice your son, your only son. And Abraham obeyed. And then the next thing, he was about to kill his son. And then a voice from heaven said, Abraham, don't do this wicked thing to your son. And um, I said, look behind you. There is a ram caught in a thicket. Right? And then take that, that ram and use it as a replacement uh, sacrifice for your son. So the moment Abraham did all of that, listen to what happened. Verse 15, the Bible says that, and the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time. Verse 16, and said, by myself have I sworn. How many of you know that God never swears? God said, thou shalt not swear by heaven or by earth. Thou shalt not swear by your hair because you don't know how it came about. You can't count your hair. But in this instance, Abraham's obedience, prompt obedience, pushed God to swear by himself. Somebody is coming into the sworn, sworn blessing in this house. We are entering into the season of what? A sworn blessing where God will swear by himself. Hallelujah. God said, by myself have I sworn, say the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing. Now remember, the blessing only follows after we have done. Amen. God, I believe in grace. I've always told you this is a ministry of grace. But you see, being under grace doesn't mean God suspends all other laws. And you're not going to say that, oh, uh, I'm under grace. So God has suspended the law of, 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 of love. The law of love is still in operation. The law of gravity is still in operation as we're sitting here. The law of gravity says everything that goes up comes how? Down. So, yes, God said, the moment he had, God said, that in blessing I'll bless you because you have done this, right? Verse 16, and has not withhold your son, your only son. 
You have not done what? Withhold. There is no blessing in withholding from God. No blessing. Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. We were introduced to a God who gives. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave. I know there are all kinds of things going on in the world today. There are all kinds of manipulators out there. But when you, when you are in a church where you know genuinely everything that is done is scripturally based, nobody should tell you what to do. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. And the fact that there are manipulators out there doesn't mean this is a place where you are manipulated. No. As a matter of fact, we have vowed. There's a vow, a vow. Anyone that manipulates you in this church is not permitted to be here. No one. As a matter of fact, let, let me just talk about giving. I have never approached any member of the church and asked them, do you tithe? Never. Since the inception of this church, Never. My responsibility as your pastor is to teach you. Your responsibility is to do what you've been taught. But even if you don't do what you've been taught, I will never come to you and say, are you a giver? Are you a tither? No, it's, it's none of my business. It's between you and God. Are you following? I'll teach on holiness. I'm not going to come and ask you, are you living holy? It's between you and God. My responsibility is to teach you the word. When I stand before God, he's going to ask me, did you teach them what I asked you to teach them? That's why this church, we are governed by principles based on the word. We don't come here and do feelings. Today I feel like, no, we don't do that here. Look, look at the testimony we had on the basis of the word. She's now representing a bank a sole representer of a bank here in this country. God's word works. Amen. Listen, let's, I, don't, I don't have to scream the word for it to work. How many of you know that? Yes. The name of Jesus is powerful all by itself. I don't have to. In the name of Jesus. For it to work, no. The name is powerful all by itself. At the mentioning of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. Don't come looking for gymnastics. Don't come looking for, oh, he didn't sweat today. So that, no, you, you, are, you are a baby. You are a joker. You don't know how God operates. I keep saying, Right in this church, there will be men and women who will be above nations. Not just some nations, all the nations of the, that's God's word. She doesn't have any background in banking, but she's not going to own a bank. And you'll be there and say, oh, how did you, if you obey, if you will obey, and obey how promptly, Obey how? Promptly. Prompt obedience is key. Because delayed obedience is disobedience. And we haven't seen anything yet. I said we haven't seen anything yet. There will be presidents minimum 10 in this church. Who will be ushers? Presidents will be ushers. Come Sunday morning, they will not have bodyguards guarding them in the house of God because in the house of God there are angels guarding us. Glory be to God. The ten wealthiest men across the globe will be in this church. On the top ten list, they'll be in this church. Say a good amen to that. It might not make sense to you. Mary said, how is this going to be? And she said, be it unto me according to your word. Stop trying to reason God's word out. 
Stop being logical. Oh, how is it going to happen? It's happened. Right in your eyes. Billionaires are coming out of this house. Say a good amen. See, I'm not prophesying it because I want something from them. (laughs) Your position outside doesn't determine who you are in this church. When we all come, we come as children of God. Their master, what did you finish again? MBA, master's degree. There are doctors here. There are pharmacists here, PhD. But they, they work in humility. If they don't tell you, you will not know. You will not know. Don't look at what we wear. Don't look at what we drive. Don't look at us and determine who we are. You'll be missing God. Glory be to God. I said glory be to God. It it won't be long. It won't be long. Very soon. You will see across the... I told you not long from now when we are in our own auditorium at the car park, the TV stations will be interviewing you. They'll be because they won't be able to have access to me. Glory. I don't I don't like live television interview. Amen. That's why even when I'm preaching, I don't look into the cameras. <laughs> I just preach to you. You know, so a time will come, they'll be looking to interview me. They won't get me. They'll get you. So when you go out at the car park, they'll say, What did he say today? And when they because they will see an owner of a bank coming out of the church, they know that, wow, this church is a blessed church. Don't despise our little beginnings. For a time will come, you'll regret despising our little beginnings. Hallelujah. So prompt obedience. Prompt obedience, God said to Abraham, Genesis 22 verse 16, it said, and and he said, by myself have I sworn that, saith the Lord, for, that, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld your son, your only son, verse 17, he said, that in blessing I will bless you. Amen. Now there are levels of blessing for your information. Genesis chapter 12 verse 1 to 3, God told Abraham about his blessing. But in this level of blessing, it's a different level now. So there are different levels of blessing. God said, in blessing, I will bless you. So there is a particular blessing God is talking about here. Are you following what I'm saying? God said, in blessing, I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven." And as the sun which is upon the seashore. That's our, our, our commission right there. That's the that's prophecy over this, 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 this ministry. We'll become like the sun on the seashore. Amen. Amen. You won't be able to count us. We'll become like the sun on the what? On the seashore. That's what God is calling us to. On Thursday, uh, I was looking at our children who are in secondary school, and five of them are in the same school. I said, that's dominion right there. Five children from this school are in one school having dominion. I said, wow, it's happening indeed. There's been times I've gone to the park, and the children from this church are more in the park than any other child. We'll become like the sun on the seashore. A time is coming, you can't avoid us. You can't avoid solution. Wherever you go, we'll be there. You turn left, we are there. We turn right, we are there. We'll be like the sun on the seashore. Say amen to that. It says, and thy seed shall possess the gates of his enemies. Can you see what is in obeying God? There's so much in obeying God than disobeying God. Verse 18, 
and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Say amen. amen. That's solution right there. Every time you read this, know that this is the house of God right there. That is us. God says, and in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? It says, because thou hast obeyed my voice. Obedience. Prompt obedience. It's time to walk in what? Prompt obedience. Not just any obedience, but prompt obedience. Whatever he tells you to do, do it when? Now. 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 If I had obeyed God and given out that car immediately, promptly, I wouldn't have paid those thousands of pounds. I've learned my lessons since then. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I didn't obey immediately. So prompt obedience. If God tells you to give your Isaac now, what do you do? Obey promptly. Because the same God who gave you the Isaac can give you nations. The same God. The same God who gave you that little thing that you think, oh, if I give this, the same God who gave you can give you more. So prompt obedience. Prompt obedience. I said prompt obedience. That's where I want us to come to. After the service, there's one scripture I'll give you. That's my prayer for you. That wherever we are seen as as a ministry or as a commission, they know one thing, that these are men and women who walk in obedience. Obedience might be costly, but its end result is rewarding. Let's quickly look at five unbreakable blessings that follows those who obey and will close. Last week, I know I did say I'm going to give you seven, but because of time, I have reduced it to five. Five unbreakable blessings that follows those who obey. Number one, you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. Say a good amen to that. Job chapter 36 verse 11. It says, "If if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That's God's word. If is a clause. If you are willing, if, if, if you will obey, if you will obey and serve God, if you will obey and serve God, if you will obey and serve God, it says you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. The time is coming. For us to live in days of prosperity and years of pleasures. A season of toiling is over. It's a season of pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. The days of hand to mouth are over. It's a season of walking in prosperity and pleasures forevermore. Someone might have something against it, but God is clear in his word. Your opinion does not negate God's word. Are you following what I'm saying? Someone might have opinions, but that's, they are entitled to their opinions. You can't take the laws of the country you came to and implement it in this country. It's a different kingdom. Amen. You can't say I came from um, the country that starts with J. Is a country that starts with J. I didn't mention no name. You say I came from J country, so I've come to the UK. I'm going to now, you know, behave like J. No, no, you'll be put in prison because the laws in J is different from the laws in the UK. Are you following what I'm saying? Every kingdom operates by a certain set of rules and laws. <laughs> Number two, unbreakable blessing we come into when we 
walking prompt obedience is you'll eat the good of the land. Amen. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat what? The good of the lamb. Are you willing? Yes. Are you willing? Yes. Most of the time, people are willing, but they are not obedient. <laughs> Most of the time, people want to lose weight, but they don't want to pay the, the price of going to the gym. <laughs> You see a size 12 on the TV and say, I want to be size 12. Yeah, it can, it, it, it's one thing to be willing, but it's another thing to be obedient. Yeah, yeah. Now you have to pay the price. That nice food that you enjoy every morning, you have to cut it down. <laughs> praise God. I said, praise God. So there's a price to pay. Hallelujah. If you are willing how many of you want to eat the good of the land? Yes. Amen. That's all of us. That's willingness. But guess what? To eat the good of the land, you have to walk in obedience. Yes. <laughs> obedience. Obedience to his word. And I see many of us in this house eating the good of this land. Amen. When you see, God, can you see God is changing Levels. We're hearing testimonies of master's degrees, doctorate degrees, people representing banks, people owning their businesses, people owning their companies. Can you see how God gradually is taking us up? Because his, his, his word is that we'll be above all the nations. I mean, even, even our children in their schools are excelling. Amen. So you can see, you can see the dominion mandate yes. right there. You can see it's working everywhere we are. Our children are excelling. Our men and women are excelling wherever we are. So very soon, very soon, very soon, all the top men and women in the world will be in this house. When you go to the mall, the manager of the mall will be from this church. Amen. When you go to any bank, the managers of the bank will be from Amen. this church. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Go to the hospital, the Amen. managers of the hospitals, the directors, the, the, the surgeons, the, the, the gynecologists or whatever, the head of all the departments will be from this church. Amen. Talk about the nurses, the head nurses. Yes. What are the head nurses called? Sister. Sisters. 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 Matrons. Yeah. Whatever they are called. The head in, in Crawley Hospital, in Red Hill, East Surrey Hospital, in East, East Greenstead Hospital, wherever. Head from this church. Say a good amen. Because we are walking under an open heaven. And as we walk with the Lord, he will do us good. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. You will eat the good of the land. There will be no one in this church who will be a renter. Everyone will own their own houses. There will be landlords and landladies in this house. Not just one property, not just two properties, not just three, not just four, not just five. A time is coming, you will not be able to count your properties. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. So shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. Because God says if you are willing and you are obedient, we will eat the good of the land. The good of this land will not, will not run away from us. 
the good of this land is going to come looking for us. This week, the good of this land will find you. This week, contracts will find you. Millions of dollars of pounds of contracts, they will come looking for you this week. In the name of Jesus, the grace upon this commission, the grace that makes things work, I release it upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Those who are mocking us very soon, they'll come serving us. Those who are mocking us very soon, they'll come serving us. Because we are willing and we are obedient. We'll eat the good of this land. We'll eat the good of this land. We'll eat the good of this land. We'll not toil before we eat the good of this land. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. This is our father's earth. This land belongs to our father. This land belongs to our father. Therefore, we'll eat the good of this land. The master key is obedience. That's the master key. The master key. The master key. Don't go for the small, small keys. Go for the master key. If you have the master key, you can access any door. (laughs) The door of joy, you open it. The door of breakthrough, you open it. The door of healing, you open it. Because you have the master key. Number three, unbreakable blessing is you will inherit large and beautiful cities you did not build. (laughs) You will inherit large and beautiful cities you did not build. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. It reads, is it so it shall be When the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build. Verse 11, houses full of all good things. Which you did not feel. Hewn out wells. Which you did not dig. Vineyards and olive trees. Which you did not plant. When you have eaten and are full. Then beware lest you forget the Lord. Who brought you out of the land of Egypt. From the house of bondage. Don't forget, remember, the sad thing is many Christians have amnesia very quickly. (laughs) They forget very, very quickly. This week, uh, Bishop Oedipo was celebrating his 65th birthday. I saw a few people sending pictures and, and and somebody took a picture with him and a very tall, you know, he's a bishop also, tall and he took a picture with Bishop Oedipo, very short and he wrote a very powerful statement. He said, no matter how tall you are, your father is still your father. Mm. Maybe you'll get this when you go home. And you think about what I'm saying. Don't get to a stage where you forget what God has done for you. Don't come to God because of what you'll get. You see, I've always said the reason why God cannot bless his children is not because 
he doesn't have is because they have not matured into that level where they'll be able to handle the blessing. If God gives you 200 million pounds now, you backslide. Because he knows in your heart <laughs> what you start thinking about. Do you, do, you, do you get it? That's why, you see, when you read the book of uh, Deuteronomy, God will always tell his people, remember, remember, Deuteronomy 8, 18, remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power. Yeah, remember. I've told you this story before. Uh, I was very broke and I was I prayed and said, God, give me, if you give me this job, my first salary, I'll use it to pay somebody's fees. And I, I got this job, statistics, counting cars. And after I count the cars for a month and they gave me, they paid me my first salary, I was going to buy stuff. And whilst I was going, the Holy Spirit said, remember the vow you made. You see, the moment the money comes into our hands, we forget. That's a problem we have. We forget. God said, remember the vow. You said you're going to pay somebody's fees. And then I obeyed. I used that money to pay somebody's fees. And not long after that, I got a scholarship in this country free. To come to school free for two years. I didn't even have money to buy the plane ticket. There were two women who put money together and gave me money to buy the plane ticket. My mom and dad didn't have the money. (laughs) That's how broke they were. Are Are you following what I'm saying? So God always wants us not to forget. Remember. Remember from where you were healed. Don't forget. People who forget don't go far. People who forget, they don't go far. People who forget, they don't go far. Please don't forget. No matter how high God takes you in life, remember, remember the key people God put in your life to help you get to that stage. You see, when you are poor, it's easy to remember. You know that. How many of you know that? When you are poor, yeah, it's very easy to remember. When you are poor and you are looking for food for some, ah, you are, you are, I've seen people come to this church and they call me daddy, 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 daddy. I said, look at this one. He's looking for something. Daddy, 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 daddy. Say, don't call me daddy because I know that very soon. <laughs> you know, daddy, daddy, daddy. Don't call me daddy because I'm not your daddy. Are you following what I'm saying? Daddy, daddy. After they get what they want, then you say from daddy, it turns to pastor. Daddy, pastor. Daddy, oh, pastor. Daddy, oh, daddy, oh, pastor. No. Don't be a hypocrite. When you are in front of me, you behave as if you honor me. Behind me, you are dishonoring me. It's, it's not a blessing. And then from daddy to pastor, then once they get what they want, they say, oh, I live far. Oh, I have moved far. Oh, I, I'm grateful. God said, Remember. Don't forget, remember. As a matter of fact, in all humility, let me say this. There is no one that has walked into this church that has left the same. No one. I'm saying this on the basis of God's word. No one has ever walked into this church and gone out the same. You can't be in this church for three months and remain the same. Because there's a grace in this house that is changing people's levels. And so when God changes your level, don't forget, remember. 
God said, I am going to give you cities you did not build. I'm going to give you houses you did not build. Houses that are filled with all the good things. As you are sitting in church now, somebody is building your house for you. (laughs) They are investing all their money and everything. They are building it for you. God said, I'm going to give you all of this. But when I give it to you, don't forget that the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Remember. Can I tell you this? Those who prosper in life are those who don't forget. Those who remember. Hallelujah. Number four. You will be set high above all nations. We are looking at what? Five unbreakable blessings that follows those who obey God promptly. Number four is you will be set high above all nations. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. It says now it shall come to pass. If you would diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Look at the level of obedience God requires from us. Diligence, obedience. If you will diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. Say amen. Amen. That's where we are going. All nations. Not some nations. How many nations? We'll be above how many nations? All nations. I won't be surprised since very soon you are consulting for a big nation. I mean, the case of Joseph is being above all nations. There'll be a, there'll be a figurehead, but, but you are the one who is running the nation. I won't be surprised when very soon men and women from this house are running things globally. I won't be surprised because God's word cannot be broken. Are you getting what I'm saying? So yes, thank God where you are, but don't limit yourself to where you are. Believe God for big things. Think big. Trust God for the big things. Yes, you started in a manger, but God is taking you onto his right hand side. Yeah. Very soon, there will be no building in this world that will be able to accommodate this, this, this commission. Very soon. He said, how is it going to happen? He's going to put us above nations. This ministry is going to be higher than all the nations of this earth. (laughs) I'm telling you. We'll be above the UK. We'll be above Europe. We'll be above Asia. We'll be above the Americas. We'll be above Africa. I'm telling you that this, this, this word will come to pass in my lifetime. In my lifetime. I will see it before I pass on to heaven. And then the rest will be left to our children and our children's children to do. Because God's word, it said, it will come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God. Question, are you obeying? Are you obeying? If you're obeying, guess where you will be? You'll be above all nations on the earth. Obedience might be costly, but the end result is rewarding. You're feeling sick? God says, obey my word. And you'll be healed. Forget about what the doctors say. We believe... We have doctors in this church. We respect doctors. But yes, that's the doctor's report. God's report supersedes any doctor's report. 
when I was in school, my, one of my teachers told me, I have such a big head. This big head is empty. Yeah, Mr. Odu. Mr. Odu. I've, I've even forgot his name. Mr. Odum told me I have such a big head. This big head is empty. I cried. I got home. I said, wow, this teacher, Mr. Odum, Mr. Odum, the word Odum means kill. He killed, they kill. Those who kill, they want to kill my destiny. I said, no, Mr. Odum will not kill my destiny. I got home. I started staying on my bed, reading, 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 reading. From last in the classroom, the following year I became second. I carried the class, but later on I became second. Those days, school children were very wicked. When you are last, they will play a song for you. They will line you up. They said, This is the one who carried the whole class. Then from second to first. It doesn't matter what somebody said about you. Your future is colorful. I said your future is colorful. I said your future is colorful. Somebody might have pronounced a curse into your future, but on the basis of God's word, by the blood of Jesus, that curse is nullified. I said that curse is nullified. What they thought to be a curse will be turned into a blessing. I said it will be turned into a blessing in the name of Jesus. So we'll be above. Above only, never beneath. Above only, never beneath. Say with me, above only, never beneath. Above only, never beneath. Above only, never beneath. Above only, never beneath. I said, oh, but pastor, what if people start criticizing us? Have you noticed the backbiters are always be behind. <laughs> if you criticize a bird flying in the air, you open your big mouth and you are criticizing the bird, the bird will do a poo-poo inside your big mouth. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? I read something, a headline that a lawyer was they were, they were arguing about doves to move them away from somewhere and then the doves came and did poopoos on them. We are above only. We are above only. We have an above only mindset. I can never be below. I can never go down in life. I can, listen, listen. It doesn't matter what's happening around the economy. I can never go down. I can never go down in life. I will be above only. Never beneath. That's a mindset we we, we inject into the, the mind of our children. Whether you can speak the Queen's English well or not, you are above. Being above has nothing to do with how well you can speak the queen's language. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Finally, last but not the least, you will pray it under an open heaven. Amen. You will pray it under an open heaven. Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 to 12, I read, it says, will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? God says, in tithes and in offerings. Verse 9 says, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes, not some of the tithe. Bring how many? 
bring all the tithe. That's not, you see, <clears throat> when it comes to the tithe, that's where many Christians forget how much they've earned. <laughs> but we'll be tied to your boss to cheat you and not pay one hour of the hours you work. You go, go on them. God says, bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that, will, that there will not be room enough to receive it. Verse 11, and I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruits of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you, for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts, verse 12, and all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts, amen? amen. Say amen to that. Amen. My man of God, I have just released a book that I recommend to everyone in this church on tithes, uh, offerings, and first fruits by Dr. Otabel. I want you to, it's, it's on Amazon. I just got my copy yesterday, uh, both the hard copy and the electronic version. So go and grab it. This will help you. Those of you who still have debates in your mind as to do I tithe? Do I not tithe? Do I give? Do I not give? I think that's a great book for you. I started reading it last night. It was good. So I, I highly recommend that book for everyone. Everyone in this church. So listen, if you want the windows of heaven open over you, God says, bring what? The tithe. For in so doing, he said, I will open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. How many of you want the blessing? So we have to do what brings a blessing. Is that right? Yeah. 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 We have to obey. Just obey. Just obey. And, 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 and listen. 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 Obeying God must not be inconsistent. It has to be consistent. Don't be a convenient Christian who obeys God only when it's convenient. You know? When it's convenient, I'll obey. When God says win a soul and it's not convenient, you don't want to obey. That's disobedient. Do you know it costs more to go to a convenient shop than go to a superstore? Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. I'm not spoiling convenient <laughs> shop business, but... but Convenience is very expensive. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Don't say, you, you see, we don't serve God on terms of convenience. Mm. We serve God on his terms. Amen. He Amen. said, you obey. You want the blessing? Tithe. Bring in all the tithe. Not some of the tithe. And I'll open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. So it's not, it's not a case of I tithe this month, I don't tithe this month. I tithe um, if I have my own project, I take care of my project, I forget about God. No, it doesn't work that way. Amen? Amen? It doesn't work that way. Our obedience has to be consistent. We have to be consistently consistent. Say amen to that. Amen. This is not a shouting message. You know that. Mm -hmm. Some parts are like they're bitter. Uh, chloroquine. I know you don't like some parts, but it's, it's all good for us. Like I said, obedience might be costly, but the end result is rewarding. Do you think it was easy for Abraham to go and sacrifice his only son? Come on. If you sit here and say it's easy, then you don't know what you're talking about. It's not easy. It's not easy. There's been things God has asked me to do sometimes, and I'm telling you, I pray, God, give me grace. It's not easy. 
There are places God wants us to move into as a ministry. It's not easy, but we need grace. Amen. You need grace. So when you are in that stage where you feel that, oh, it's, it's tough, ask God to give you grace. Ask him to give you grace. And as he gives you grace, the grace will help you in Jesus' name. Final scripture. Throughout all this series that we've looked at, all these four, four weeks, there's only one prayer, just one prayer that has been on my heart. Just one prayer. And that's in Romans chapter 16, verse 19. Romans chapter 16, verse 19. I read, it says, for your obedience has become known to all. For your obedience has become known to how many? For your obedience has become known to how many? To all. Therefore, I'm glad on your behalf, but I want you to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil. So, my prayer is that your obedience will become known to how many? To all. To all. Be it in the presence of someone you know, or someone you don't know, your obedience must be known to all. That's where I believe God is bringing us to. Where they will know us that we are a church that obeys God. We obey the word of God. And as we do that, we'll begin to see his word come to pass in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. amen. And amen. Did you receive it today? Let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.